This episode is brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN, Chance Owens with EXP Realty, Deep Blue Renovations, and Artcraft Custom Graphics. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for uh, the <clears throat> the likes, the follows, the five-star reviews that we've been getting. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you can, go on to Anchor, Apple, Spotify. Uh, give us a five-star review. Give us a like, a follow on Instagram, Facebook, any of that. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, we should be getting into the uh, giveaway here shortly. We've got almost everything ready to go for that. I want to wait until uh, probably the 1st of March, end of February, something like that, for it to to go live. Big shout out. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Everything that they've got, that they've done for the show, we really appreciate it. We've got a great show coming on today. We have got Eli, uh, which is a trout guide in Marion, North Carolina. He, uh, I, I went fishing with him. Me and Chase went fishing with him. Uh, he, this man knows his stuff. He knows what's going on. Uh, I don't know what we're going to get into. I don't know if we're just going to talk about just fly fishing. I don't know if we're going to talk about um, where he's from and how that all started for him. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> Either way, it's going to be a great show. So I'll be right back home with Eli. Oh man, I've got a little bit of a cold, uh, a little bit of a uh, something going on with my voice. Or what it, it ain't COVID. It's not it's COVID. COVID. It's not COVID. Joe so, Biden's listening. We're gonna have to wear our masks. Oh God, we are roughly six feet apart. We are. I, I mean, y'all are a little closer, but you know, whatever. We got the lantern on today. He came up. He got over his sickness last week. Oh, that so was a terrible. We got the lantern oh. on today, and we also got. Mr. Eli, on. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Welcome to the show. So this is the first time that you've done a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay, excited? Excited, a little nervous, but A little nervous, a little excited, a little bit of everything. Uh, The good news is they can't see you. Yeah, that's the best part. That's that's what Brandon loves the most. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But if, if they could see us, me being on the show, the views would go through the roof. You think so? Oh, I, know I so. doubt it. I mean, his mom told him he had a face for radio. That's right. Yeah, that's right. My mom told told me a lot of things. I can't hear nothing without my glasses on. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eli, tell everybody what you do, what you're about. So, uh, I'm a fly fishing guide in uh, up in Marion, uh, North Carolina, and uh, pretty much I just run a fly shop up there, and you know, pretty much just living my best life. Uh, I so, guide pretty much as much as I can. Summers are as busy as you can imagine oh yeah and then spring and fall are you know the prettiest times of the year i think and you know we just kind of got some of the best fishing here in north carolina and i think a lot of people uh need to take uh take side of that oh yeah so that's your only job yeah man okay this guy doesn't work yeah that, exactly i'm 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 spoiled rotten is, is what Owns we a say. fly shop any fly no no no, no. I, I i don't own the fly shop the fly shop's actually it's it's owned by doug watson up in uh doug and debbie watson up in marion uh they own a general store and it's uh it's a you know flavors fly shop um uh, i'm sorry flavors on main general store and then the fly shop is above it and they, so the downstairs is like you know gourmet food olive oils and all sorts of camping and get out of town like yeah. an ice cream uh, there's actually an ice cream shop next door, but y'all need to come up there and check it out. There's a bunch of stuff I can go on and on about. How far away is that, Jared? Uh, Marion's like 45 minutes away. Yeah. <clears throat> you remember when we went and fished, um, what's that creek up there? Catawba? No, not not the Catawba. <clears throat> Curtis? Curtis Creek. Remember yeah. when we went and fished Curtis Creek? I, I don't. No, you don't? I don't. Because you didn't catch no fish there, so you don't How remember. do you know? You don't catch any fish anywhere we go. Wow. So, First time I took you to Stone Mountain, I outfished you, bud. That was the yeah. only time hey. you outfished me. Hey. This is because I was just learning how to fly fish. Blind that's squirrel that's finds a nut every now and then. Well, they, you need to figure out what your every now and then is because I ain't seen you find one in a while. Wow. <clears throat> See this? See yeah. Put up with? yeah. That's a, it's not bad. When we was floating, I didn't get none of that. But I don't know him too well yet other than, you know, just guiding and fishing. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sure – I'm, I'm sure, sure it's pretty brutal. It's coming. I'm sure it's coming, yeah. It's coming. Brutal. So, 
You don't own you don't own the fly shop, but you run the fly shop. Yeah. Okay. So you get a lot of people come in there. What are they hitting? Where where's it go? Where do we need to go? Blah blah blah. Whatever. You get a lot of people doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty much you know that's pretty much all I do all day is talk about fishing and you know try to educate the general public on on trout fishing and fly fishing altogether. Dude, there could be worse things in the world. Yeah. There could be a lot of worse things. I mean, you could work for the city. Yeah, in Statesville. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I do have a question. Uh, Does it get monotonous? Like people say, like I've always dreamed of being a professional hunter, but I feel like it would get old. Is that true? I mean. Are there days you wake up and you're like, man, just shoot me in the face? No, no, most definitely not. I I haven't had that happen to me. I've heard people, you know, after 35, 40 years of doing something repetitive, yeah, yeah, I could see it. But that's why you don't limit yourself. You, you got to find, you got to find other avenues to keep yourself interested in, in the, in the sport. Right. <clears throat> I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could get tired of it. I mean, some of the places that, and I haven't. I've fished a lot of creeks. I've fished a lot of water. I've fished a lot of rivers in, in North Carolina. I've still barely scratched the surface. There is a lot of water in North Carolina. A lot of people don't know about a lot of it, which is good. We don't want everybody to know about every little piece of water. But um, <clears throat> I just don't see how you could get tired of seeing some of the stuff that you see out on the creek and, and in the water or whatever. Uh, I just don't see how you could get tired of that, really. You can't, um, you know, especially, you know, Every time I go out, I, I just see things that I've never seen before. It's, it's always a different, it's always a different view. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. Because you're always approaching it differently. Yeah. And so you know, and the same thing with wildlife and hunting. I'm sure you guys can relate. You know, you've seen things that most people probably wouldn't believe you that you've seen. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. you know, things that you will probably never could take a picture of because it was just happened right there. Right. It's the same thing with fly fishing. That's why we're also, you know, drawn to it. And it's just. This is who we are. Yeah. So, uh, with you being a fly fishing guy, primarily what you do is fly fishing. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Do you look down on the spin fishermen? No. You no, don't. You don't look down all. on them. No, I because do. <laughs> <laughs> I make fun of them all the time. See, it's it's hard for me to look down on it because, like, where I'm from, it's it, it's just you had to do it. I mean, yeah. You, you spin fished, man. Yeah. I mean, your seasons are so short and. There's at times when they're just not going to want to take a fly and, and you need to throw a, a spoon or some sort of a treble out there with some bait and you, you got to pull in the food, man. Right. That's just how it was. Right. Y'all could probably hear the rain beating down on the on the. It's getting the, louder. I mean, there ain't nothing we could do about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for the listeners that are hearing this and they're probably going, what the hell is that sound in the background? <laughs> classic North Carolina. It's man. classic North Carolina. It's, it's just raining and it's, we're just going to have to deal with the sound. So talking about where you were, where you're from, where you grew up, how you did it, you spot uh, fly or uh, fly fishing, spin fishing, whatever. Growing up, where you grew up at, how different fishing is it from there to North Carolina? So up in Alaska, man, uh, you know, I was I was born and raised in uh, Palmer, Matsuboro, which is about 60 miles north of Anchorage. Um, you know, I've lived throughout other little little cities and stuff <laughs> in between. But the fishing up there, it's just, it's too good. It's too good. I mean, you don't, you don't have to run like... Even a man like me can catch fish? Stevie Wonder can catch fish there. All right, well, you kind of, you got a chance then. Oh, if, yeah. if Stevie let's Wonder go. was allowed to yeah. do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, let's go. I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, it's a, it's a mecca. I mean, it's one of the, you know, right. the best places to go hunting and fishing, period. Yeah. Um, you know, indicators, for instance. I didn't know what an indicator was. People call them indicators down here. Yeah, they're they're bobbers. Yeah, is what they are. You know, but we didn't do that. We we just would we would throw a woolly bugger streamer of some sort. We throw it out there. And now you're gonna you're gonna hurt some feelings <laughs> calling those indicators bobbers. It's a, and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and uh, I still I go back and forth bobber indicator. Just depends on who's in the boat with me. I, I've had some people ask me what's the difference between an indicator and a bobber, and I said about six dollars. That's exactly about right. six dollars yeah. is what the difference is. Mm-hmm. Just because they're for fly fishing, it's an indicator, not a bobber, whatever. It's more expensive. Oh, you fly shop boys, y'all don't mind pushing the price. 
That's what they cost. Two dollars and seventy five cent for a flight. Now I know it takes you 10, 20 minutes to tie it, but I mean seriously, uh, I'm serious. It, it does. I mean, it takes a minute because you got to think. You have to have all the permits to get all the materials here. You have to go through all these hoops in order to sell that stuff because, you know, we don't we don't produce them here. So you have to have a, a manufacturer be able to supply them for you. I don't. I mean. Yeah, you can't, that, go to, you hey, can't go to Walmart and buy the stuff. There you go. You, oh, you can go to Walmart, but it's th- not. When it's you not throw, the when same. That's a technical fly fishing shop. Yeah, it's not. Tansel. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's God definitely forbid not. you have to buy a pair of waders in them places. Hey, hey, quality man. <clears throat> it's the I same know, waders. I, no, I know one thing. When I put my waders on, you'll never know what they're gonna feel like. What? Yeah, man. They're they're so comfortable. I can go in sub-zero temps in them. Yours might not be able to make it. Sub-zero temperatures. Yeah. yeah. Now, what layers do you wear? Orvis. Orvis uh, Pro. Orvis Pro's? Yeah. What, the zipper? No zipper. Oh, you didn't get the zipper? No. So, I have a friend that had the zipper, and him and I went back and forth on it, and he told me that it was, you know, roughly kind of annoying because when he went to slip them on, they would kind of like fall, and you have to like zip them up quick. But then, like, I have another buddy who's got them, and he, he loves them. I'd say, I'm going to show you a picture of my waders. You're going to laugh. He's got duck waders. Oh, I guarantee it. How you know? <laughs> I know you. So, have you been on my Facebook? <laughs> um, I wanted to get a pair of the, of the pros with the zipper on them um, before this last trip. <clears throat> I could not get them quick enough to, to, to get them here or whatever. But, man, I looked at the price, and I was like, man, those things are expensive. But... I like like you said. I talked to several people that had them, and they were like, "You won't buy another set. Like this is what you're gonna want to buy from now on after you put these waders on." Exactly. And uh, so I get exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. Brandon doesn't because yeah. Brandon doesn't. And, see, Brandon. and Brandon, yeah. but I do know where you're coming from. So like back home where I'm from, you're damn right. I'm not going out and spending seven hundred dollars on waders you know i gotta i gotta wear a pair of hundred uh, two hundred dollar waders frog togs whatever's cheapest and man i gotta make them work because right you're saving as much money as you can you know because if you're in construction which most of us are, were up there you know yeah. in in winter time your your construction goes it's a halt so you gotta save as much money as you can so if you're you know buying seven hundred dollar waders every four years man, yeah if you think about it i mean it does add up pretty quickly yeah you know? and, and another difference is um, you know, you buy if you were to go buy the Orvis Pro waders, Brandon, you may use them three, four times a year. If that, how much are these waders? They're about eight hundred and some dollars. Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> that's just for the waders. That's not the boots included. The boots are another four. Let me tell you something. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you use it every single day. Every it's, day. It's a, it's a tool. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to rely on. If, they, if it was something that I had to essentially bet your life on, if you're fishing December, January, February, which is, look, there's a lot of people out there that fly fish. They don't fish the wintertime. Listen to me and listen to me good. If you don't listen to me, listen to Eli. This is the best time to be on the water. It people people Period. will not go out and fish December, January, February. Listen to me. You're going to be the, out there by yourself. Oh, yeah. It is the best time yeah. to fish. You catch, you know, a lot of people think, you know, fishing just like is done. And I'm telling you, you go out there at, at noon on heck of Friday, you might see one or two fishermen. You might. Now, obviously, right. if you go to the number one stocked river in the state, you're probably going to see a few more people. Yeah, but if you go to like a delayed harvest that's off the beaten path that oh, not yeah. a lot of people go to, you'd be really shocked to see that that whole stream is going to be to yourself, right? For sure. <clears throat> and the fishing, honestly, it's just it's it's insane because when that water temp at three o'clock warms up to its fullest, dude, then that's when all the hatches come off. So you're you have a chance for dry fly which in the winter, which is you know very rare in some places. In North Carolina, you know how it gets. It'll be 20 degrees one day, and then bam, 70, 70, yeah. 70 to the yeah, next. And you're right. It'll snow the day after that. And all that. of a sudden, you got a stonefly hatch, and them fish are on, dude. I mean, we had a hatch yesterday. Exactly. Uh, and it was 50 degrees. I mean, 3 o'clock, sun came out, warmed up a little bit. 
all of a sudden a hatch came in then all of a sudden boom fishing picked up just mm-hmm. that quick but then as soon as that happened front moved in it went back down yeah like it's it's yeah. very it, there's that window and you just it, a lot of people say man how do you get get a chance at these fish you know it, you're just you know you got to put the time in you got yeah. you got to be there you got to be there for 12 hours and not catch anything for 10 of those hours because right. that two-hour window oh, yeah. is all you need. I, I think that's one reason I don't go much anymore is just the presentation of the flies. You know, if you're if you're off just a little bit, he's not interested. Yeah. Or like you said, the temperature's not right, sun's not shining. It just – There's a lot of variables. Um, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm not just going to let one little thing, you know, distract me from going and and i can see both sides of it you know um but if i have a free day and it's you know piss pouring rain like today like today you know i'm gonna try to go high elevations i'm gonna try yeah. to go to some sort of a stream that's clear and get up as high as i can yeah. you know makes sense some, something for me to fish even if it's a 10 inch 10 inch brookie i don't care you know something yeah you know that's that's just usually how i roll so um i get your side of it but usually a lot of people are like, man, you know, it's just like I can't be out there for four hours. Well, then time it. Schedule it, you know. Yeah. Try to get that window that you know it's going to be the warmest time of the day, clearest, you know, very much pressure. But some people range. are not so, – some people are just fair-weather fishermen. They just don't – They. Yeah. it's a it's a thing for them just to go get away and relax and, and whatever. Sure. <clears throat> Listen, I like to relax whenever I fish. Don't get me wrong. I ain't never been on a relaxing fishing trip with I, you. <laughs> that's what I was getting ready to say. But I will flip a switch sometimes whenever I go fish, and it's like I'm yeah, here. Yeah, he'll eat lunch with you at one, then fight you at two. I'm here to fucking catch fish. <laughs> that is what I'm here to do. I'm here to be one of the best at it, if not the best at it, and I'm going to try to do everything I can. Let me tell you a little secret. If you go fishing with him, let him catch more fish. Because if you don't, you are going to have a no, miserable whatever. day. Oh, yeah. Whatever. No, that's not it at all. I don't care about catching more fish. I care about yes, catching. Does. No, I don't. I don't. It, it does not bother me that the person beside me catches more fish. It does not bother me that the person in front of me catches more fish. It bothers me whenever I'm doing the same thing that dude's doing and I'm not catching any fish. That pisses me off. Yeah. Like, now yeah. I need to figure out. Because it's not something, it's not something that anybody else is doing. It's not a variable of the wind or the sun or this or whatever. It's something that I'm doing that I need to figure out, and that pisses me off. Yeah. So that's when I flip a switch and get get active. For sure. On it. So usually, I, I mean, I'm the same way. Honestly, like it's it's funny. Like I'll be fishing with. I have a buddy that we used to go a lot of streamer fishing with. <laughs> Got some strange looks in the house here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. This is why we don't have a camera. <laughs> I, yeah, I just pour, pour myself another glass, and it might get a little rowdy here in a little bit. We don't know. Go ahead. So, uh, but it's it's like it's not a competition, you know. It's it, a lot of people think, oh, you know, he's he's competitive, and it's like, no, I'm not competitive. I just don't know why I'm being outsmarted. Right. And, you know, and we're, we have yes. the same setups. It doesn't make any sense. And dude, I've I've just come to the conclusion that the fish do what they want. Yeah. Period. You I mean, you can't control an animal. So Brandon, Brandon was talking about Stone Mountain. Uh, That's a her, wonderful her, place. It's it's probably the worst trout stream in, in North. That's the North Carolina. Place. Let's let's get the professional <clears throat> opinion here. Have you ever fished Stone Mountain? Um, no, no, I have not. <laughs> and, and there's a reason why there's a professional wow. guide that has not fished Stone Mountain. Are you serious? That bad? I well, from okay. So how old are you? Actually, you know what? When was the last time you fished it? When was the last time I went fishing? It was before four, COVID. Four years ago, five yeah, years ago. It was, yeah, it was probably 2018. Okay, so a lot of the, a lot of the forums and stuff I've read on Facebook and other websites, it, it says it went downhill about like 2014. A lot, a lot of poaching and stuff, and and basically it's just been up and down since. So I, I just never fished it because to me that's just a risky, a risky operation. To go it's a long to, way to drive to not to be not, impressed at all. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's beautiful over there. You know, I've seen pictures. Um, and that's cool. That's cool. I can, I can, I can dig it. It's like South Mountain, you know. You can go. Yeah. It's nice. It's pretty. But yeah. the fishing's going to be up and down. Yeah, like, I love. I like to fish South Mountain. There's only one section 
that I like to fish the South Mountain. Yeah. That's it. Have I been I there? Yeah. Oh. I don't like to fish anything else. The uh, Ranger's Backyard. You remember the going Ranger's through? Backyard. You remember going through the Ranger's Backyard up in South Mountain? What did we eat for lunch? I don't know if we ate lunch. There's nothing to eat up there. I mean, yeah, there's nothing no. up there. Well, that would have probably helped me figure out where we <laughs> I mean, we probably came back to Granny's if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. But uh, South Mountain, there's one section that I like to fish. That's it. <clears throat> I will go up to South Mountain when I think that nobody else is going to South Mountain. Like during the week or something? Yeah. yeah. During the week, when it's raining, when it's snowing, when it's nasty, when, you know, it's cold as hell, uh, whatever. Like, if I feel like nobody's going to go fish that day that's probably the day that i'll go fish time if it's a pretty day you know sun shining it's going to be 45 50 degrees outside i'm not going to go there yeah. everybody else is going to be there yeah for sure so yeah I, the first time there. i went there it was like that it was like a, in march you know and it was just a madhouse i was like whoa but you know that was yeah. my first time going and but i'm sure is that is that kind of like what stone mountain is that's exactly what yeah, stone it can get like. pretty crowded yeah that's but exactly. you can walk away from them which any any place can be like that. It's just that's just the, the luck of the draw, I guess. Well, know? in this, and especially in the spring and summer, you know. I don't like the places where there's one way in, one way out. Yeah. So yeah. like any time that you have a road, Stone Mountain, uh, South Mountain, Wilson's Creek. Yeah. There's one way in, one way out. Well, that see, place is trash. Well, see, here's the thing. It, <laughs> he can't stand they it. Ought to dry, that thing ought to dry up. He can't stand Wilson. You must not catch fish there. That place is he trash. Don't, he don't catch fish anywhere. <laughs> I can see why he don't fish much anymore. I couldn't catch a fish in a bathtub. Oh, Dang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He don't catch, I mean, now. I, I, what about in a barrel? I'd have to shoot him. <laughs> we can arrange that. We can fix that. We can fix that. We kind of started getting into where you're from and all, and all that, and then we kind of veered off. So the the fish in Alaska, you said it's just it's just stupid. It's just not even close yeah. to what this is. No, no. Explain to me and everybody else what kind of what your day is like. Like take us through your day for 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 fishing in Alaska. Let's say, let's say it's a Sunday or a, a Saturday morning. You're getting ready to go fish in Alaska. It's a great day. Where are you going? How are you doing? So it, so it just depends. Like you want to go lake fishing. You you want to go. You know what do you want to chase? Really, it's like you want to chase pike. You want to chase trout. Let's right. just say trout. Let's just say trout. Okay, so trout. You want to go to a lake. You want to go to a river. Let's go to a river. All right. So we go down to a river. I mean. Basically, a lot of people, they want top-notch fishing, so they'll go up north towards Denali National Park. And then yeah. people, a lot of times, will go down towards Kenai and fish the Kenai River. And so it just depends on which way you're going. So, like, me, I, I prefer to go to the Kenai just because there's a lot bigger fish there. Um, and also, the salmon runs usually are pretty good. So you have a good chance that, depending on the season, you can get into certain types of fish. And, of course, there's also dollies, grayling, and char and stuff like that. So there's multi-species of fish to catch. So it's not just like you're going trout fishing. Yeah, you're you're going to bump into a bunch of things, trying to you're weeding through the rats basically to get to the oh okay to get to the prize. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's that <clears throat> that is a lot different than mm-hmm. yeah. Because but they're all fun. They're all fun. Right. I, I I love all of them. They all taste the same. <laughs> you know, they're all great. You're in a boat while you do all this? No, we wade or like uh, it just depends. So like the Kenai, depending. Like on the on flow, which majority of the time you can run a boat on that any time of the year, just yeah. about just to certain sections, um, and then same thing up north. There's like bigger rivers where you can run boats. Yeah. And then there's smaller creeks where you know you can just well you guys you guys call them rivers, but we kind of call them creeks. Um, but you, you know we wade in those, but we don't go really far out because the fish aren't in those deep 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 water in the summer. They're hugging the banks. Right. They're following salmon, um, basically upstream. So. You don't have to go out very far. So, like your river up there would be like to the like a like the Tuck or the Pigeon River or something like that. Yeah, so we'll call it the Tuck. Yeah, and the Pigeon. Those are rivers. Okay, yeah. so that French Broad. That's a river. Yeah, yeah, those are rivers for sure. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I've ever met a, like a, a true like guy. This is what he does for his job. Yeah, it's pretty. Well, I'm also a dad, so I mean, there's another job. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's a whole. We were other. we were talking about that when you came when you came <laughs> up here because Jace is running around. He's like, I can't wait for that, and I'm like, 
He's like, yeah, yeah man, it's gonna can, be great. Don't worry about that, it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I I really, honestly, truly want to go to Alaska and and try that. <clears throat> I have this theory in my head that as good as as good as you are as a fly fisherman here, I think. You could be a top-notch fly fisherman here. And I'm not saying I'm a top-notch fly fisherman, or I'm not saying I'm a top-notch fisherman at all. But I'm just saying you can be a top-notch fisherman here. Go to Montana, Wyoming, Alaska, you're going to be like a child again. Pretty much because, you know, it's the rivers get bigger, man, and tactics kind of change on you. And so, you know, people think, you know, you can just go up to Alaska and you can just slay it. Like you can just throw yeah. it. And, and that can happen. I mean, of course, that's what people go there for. But I've gone there during salmon runs, and I've gone out there and caught nothing, nothing for days. Yeah. And it's just because there's runs. There's, it's Mother Nature. She's doing what she wants. Those salmon, they don't care about us. They have their own time. They got to they gotta go and spawn. You know, they got right. to keep making babies. So it just comes and goes. And, and you know, there's a, that can go into many other conversations about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, habitat, why it's going away, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, it's just, uh, I guess you just, you find just different fish to fish for, just right. depending on the season, you know. And so, like, a lot of times when the river sucks after, at that point, you know, you kind of switch over to the lake, you know, because yeah. you know for a fact there's going to be fish in there. It's kind of like your bass fishing here, you know. If you, if you want to go fishing, you know, there's <laughs> nothing else to do. What, are you, what kind of fish are you going to go do? Bass fishing. Bass fishing or crappie fishing most yeah. of the time, you know. Or brim fishing. Or brim fishing. And see, we didn't have that option. We had to rely on trout. Well, when it's cold, you know, in the fall, late season, those trout are going down. And they're yeah. hard to catch on a fly. I mean, hard. I mean, you got to yeah. be there late in, the, late in the day trying to get that warmth, fishing like the banks, hoping there's going to be something there. And it's not going to be top water. It's going to be all sinking lines, getting it down to them. We, yeah. don't, we, don't, we don't have to do that here. But we would also don't have, you know, trout river i mean trout lakes here we only have right no, no, no. yeah so like bass fishing it's the same way you know it all goes down but you guys have walleye catfish you know you guys have those those options right in alaska you have to the option you have to combat that is ocean fishing yeah so you can kind of if you have a boat but the, you know not everybody has a boat so you're very limited and there's some surf fishing but it's very limiting so usually once winter t- comes it's it's you're waiting for the ice to get out you know solid so that way you can go out and ice fish so there's there's multiple ways to have yeah, fun year round fishing it, it's, kind of yeah it's just it's constant you just got to adapt you know you got to be willing to bear the elements um combat them save money if you want to if you want to go out and fish in the ocean you got to save money to get a boat or you know if you want to fly out and hit these isolated lakes that have been untouched for hundreds of years you know go out there and, and fish them but you got to save the money Right. You know, so it's it just depends on, on what you want to do. Well, Brandon's not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah that all, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't know about all that. That's a lot. What, what what takes you away from that, Brandon? I mean, sounds like a lot of walking. So <laughs> so that's the thing, though, with Alaska, man. It's um, outside of Anchorage and pretty much outside of Anchorage, you know, there's a lot of there's like a city called Wasilla and Palmer, and you can ride ATVs and side by sides and snow machines off the side of the road. Like the state's yeah. cleared the paths and stuff for them to do it, and they're maintained by pretty much the riders. And then the state comes and repairs patches, yada yada yada, just like anywhere else. So that's how people get around as a as an option, you know, because yeah. it's cheaper to run it for sure. So they don't have to drive their cars everywhere. So so you can take a you can take a snowmobile out there to go fish, Brandon. You, you can don't take, have to walk. You can take your buddy heater and you can take your pop up tent. Oh yeah, I'm a you, good. I, mm. You can sit down and get yourself some beach nut. Beach nut. <laughs> beach Hang nut. Out. Last time I had beach Fire. nut, I was throwing my guts. Oh, <laughs> my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> right over the fender of the lawnmower. <laughs> and so, pretty much, you know, I mean, we've gone out there with little Coleman stoves, dude, on the ice with tents over us. It'll be 15 degrees outside, colder than hell. I, I would like to try it. Yeah, like we talked about it. ice fishing yeah. a couple weeks ago, man. Yeah, it, we to talked me, about it just—it it just sounds boring. It, it's about like carp. It's cat. No, it's not carp fishing. It's more well, like I, cat fishing. More like cat fishing. More like cat. You're fishing. just sitting and waiting. Sitting and waiting. But then, I mean, 
it's fun because like the rod is only like a foot and a half long so it's like it's insane it's one of those things that i would like to try i don't see me like waking up i don't see me like waking up at four in the morning like let's go ice ice fishing guys like hell yeah that's me like that's what drove me away (laughs) it's like we were forced to do all that right as kids because our parents loved doing it and it was putting food on the table and i guess it's what you just grow up around you know yeah forced to do it well when you're forced to do something you don't want to do yeah you you fucking don't do it don't do it (laughs) (laughs) so why so you left alaska yeah I don't, I don't, do, you, do you care to tell us why you left Alaska? So, um, me and my wife, we just decided to, you know, she was going to school, and we, I decided to pretty much follow her down here and just try something different. Where was she going to school at? She was going to uh, University of Alaska, UAA. Okay. Yeah. That, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, why did you come? Down here? Yeah, like, why did so, you pick? So, last week, you listened to the episode last week. Yeah. Or we were talking to Jamie. Jamie left Wyoming. Mm-hmm. She picked a number on the atlas, <laughs> and where her fingers connected, that's where she went and moved. And so she moved to Statesville. Was that something like you did here? Or no, or, no, no. It was planned. We planned to come here. She has some family down here out in Morganton. Okay, all right. And, you know, there you go. That was kind of our in, even though we were still kind of like disconnected from them. But that was our in. So we kind of just utilized it. And you gonna go back to Alaska? I don't think so, man. I just, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to try to work. I'm going to try to run a guide service from down here, like a destination fishing service and try to bring about five, six clients at a time up there and basically tour them and then guide them fishing and, you know. Oh, that's an awesome idea. I'm I'm thinking about doing that. And I mean, there's, um, there's, uh, there's multiple. Did <laughs> you get yourself together over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh Show's over. <laughs> oh, there's about a half a ball of red breast left, and it's going down to you now, guys. <laughs> that, no, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, dude. I was, uh, you know, we've been talking about it at the fly shop for a while, and it's nothing. I mean, that's nothing new. That's, that's a common thing nowadays. Right. Is yeah. Destination fishing. Um, but, I, you know, I think it's really cool because, you know, you tell you get a group of five, you know, and they have the time of their life because oh, everybody yeah. I know that goes to Alaska, they have a great time, but they really don't know the true part of Alaska because they're not from there. You know? Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, our, our family, we got a cabin up there, and then, you know, my grandparents, they've been up there since, oof, man, long time. See, if, long if, time. I'm going, <laughs> if I'm going to Alaska, if I'm going to Alaska to fish, that's what I want. Right, yeah, exactly. You don't want to try to guess google because everybody does the google you know they hop on google this, yeah, this, this. Oh, where's the best place to fish in alaska yeah oh, and yeah. yeah and they're going to take you to finger lake and then trust me when you look up finger lake you'll be like oh it's a cesspool <laughs> oh, it's like awesome. lake norman or something awesome <laughs> and Fantastic. all the viewers watch there's probably one dude up there in alaska sitting gonna be listening to this from finger lake and he's be like that prick yeah well, <laughs> I, I mean finger lake's the best lake we ever had <laughs> yeah this just like uh stone mountain but hey, stone mountain's but, a fine mountain hey, actually that's a perfect that's a perfect example oh, it is the stone mountain whatever man that is a place to I go i'm so glad you're on my that side is a on place this. to go come on now I, I, it's good at times it, it, has, it, it has its moments i ain't I trying to put my foot in my mouth or anything but i outfish both of y'all at stone mountain i doubt it i don't care I'll if you got fly fishing just, pants I'll, on I'll, or not i'll let, it, I'll let him have it because he's a local you can't deny it uh, he's probably got I'll some tricks. He's probably got some special power bait. Yeah, it's uh, on, buddy. It's power on. Bait. <laughs> Man fishing with corn on a fly rod. Hey. Come on, now. Hey, man. Get out the hell. It's an out egg. egg. It's an egg. It's yeah. an egg. So that's a yellow egg. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Here's the thing. I love fishing. Probably as much as the next guy. It's annoying how much he loves fishing. I'm right there with you. Like, I, I wish people, he was people, as, as involved with hunting oh, so, but, as he is fishing. But see, though, I, I, you know, I still love hunting. I just, there's just something about fishing that I just can't, it just, I can't pull it away, man. I can't either. Uh, I can't, can't either. I can stop hunting forever almost. I, it's, I can always pick it up. I know I can. Right. But fishing, I it's like I have to do it. My wife gets so annoyed with it. Like Brandon was saying, it's my so wife, annoying. My wife, too. Because, I mean, you get to see, right? 
My, uh, could you imagine what my wife's going through? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At least you get paid for it. Jared, but dude, don't. But see, though, like, that's that's why it's it's a it's a team effort. You know, there's sacrifices in every yeah. every marriage relationship, you know. And so it really what it comes down to is is happiness, you know. Oh, what, yeah. What do you truly love doing? I'm telling you right now, as much as I love fly fishing and, and, and trout fishing and everything like that, the best feeling in the world to me is being 70 miles offshore and there is nothing around you you have no cell phone service you're hurling you your cannot no see I'm, I'm with no. brandon on this oh, one man yeah. jared, i'm scared i'm scared of open water let dude. me tell you a, a quick story jared invites me to go fishing one time all right we're both at the beach together and i was like right, well you know i had a couple questions i was like how far are we going out oh just eight or nine miles man it ain't that far okay keep in mind he has a single engine boat so I was like, okay, you know, what happens if I get sick and I want to get off the boat? You know what his answer was? I'll drive to the pier and we'll put a life jacket on you. You can jump out and swim to the shore. My <laughs> wife will come pick you up. This, damn, that's, that's a true story. Uh, but but listen to me, it's expensive. Okay, fuel is expensive. You it can't is. take your buddy back to the <clears throat> to the no. boat ramp. Fuel. <laughs> you got to go through the inlet. You Just drop make him the off turn. at the pier. You got to go wave at the fucking coast guard so as you, you know, go you by need, and you hope to God they don't pull you over. You just need to have yourself a ski board. So that way you can just gun it and just pull him behind. So that way you say it just I, he had to me. it and give you a boost. He slingshot. had me that day until he told me that was his plan that I'm done. Yes, yeah. you're going right I'm back done. out. If he'd have another, said, I'll take you back to the boat dock and Brooke will pick you up, I'd have been there. Another quick story. Another quick story on that boat. Brand new boat. I bought this boat brand new. Does this involve me? <clears throat> yes. Oh, I know. Oh, this yes. This is not that bad of a story. Oh, it's fucking bad. I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the time until I took the boat out, and then I was mad. But brand new boat bought it not a single hour on this boat brand spanking new i take it down to the beach i've been running it a little bit probably ain't got 20 hours on this boat <clears throat> brandon goes to the beach at ocean isle we have a beach house in oak island you can get in over to ocean isle through the intercoastal waterway it's a great system. I, I love that they did this a long time ago or whatever. It just makes it a whole lot easier. I called Brandon. I said, hey, do you want to go fish? He said, yeah. I said, I'm going to come pick you up on the boat at Ocean Isle. He's like, all right. So I trust this brand spanking new boat to my best friend to allow him to drive the boat while I cast net some mullet for us to go flying <laughs> fish. <laughs> I, and, you know, I drove at this point. I drove a boat like four times in my life. Right, right. And I'm thinking it can't be that bad. Like, it can't really be Captain that bad. Captain Ahab. Yeah. Like all I need you to do is pull me up, put it in neutral, and hit reverse. Let me cast net these mullet, and then we'll be on our way. Brandon finds a daggum oyster bar out of nowhere with the prop, like. I mean, so, he's got this boat. Do, 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 oh, hey, it sounded like a bag of nickels in <laughs> oh a dryer. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, he I about, bet it was he rough, about threw dude. my ass off the front of this boat. Oh, no. And, oh, my. You do. What was my, what was my uh, answer to this? Just give it some more throttle. <laughs> yeah. We got to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. The old, the old fashioned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get yeah. out. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. It literally yeah. sounded like a bag of nickels in the dryer. Yeah. So we get uh, out of it, and I'm like, "Well, that didn't work, you know." And so we don't we don't even go fish that day. Yeah, we did fish. We'd fish a little bit, yeah. but I'm I mean, we didn't like go at it. But I dropped Brandon off. Everything's all good. I noticed the boat's kind of running a little funky, but it's not like <laughs> really running bad. I get back to the dock and I put this boat on the trailer. And I look back there, and every single fin on that freaking prop is bent. Every single one of them. Mm. And I wanted to wring Brandon's hey. little fucking neck. <laughs> hey, but did we have to get off and push it out of the mud? No. 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 We didn't did have we to get stranded in the mud? No. No, we didn't have to well, Everybody that. had. We had our wives with us, too. So everybody had a good night. You know how pissed them broads would have been if we'd have got stuck on that mud bar? <clears throat> You know how pissed everybody would have been if I sent them a bill for that fucking prop? Man, can you imagine if there was somebody behind us? Oh, they'd have been covered. Oh, man. They was shooting a rooster tail 40 foot out of the water. <laughs> yes, I'm, sir. Not, I'm not even lying. I'm, drag I'm bringing the prop up, but I hit the... Wow! 
<laughs> oh, Lord. Jared Toska, I knew it was getting ready to happen. <laughs> but it's not as bad as it sounds, okay? I was, I mean, it was that prop bad. was beat to piss before I even got on no, the boat. It was brand new. He'd been running the salt flats, dragging that prop everywhere he goes. No, I took care of that boat. I took care of it. I didn't take it nowhere like crazy like that. But after that, after the fact that you done ran into shore and burnt the prop up and re- replacing the lower unit and patching holes you in did it. Not have to after replace after the, all that the lower unit. And he, didn't, like, he didn't the only reason he replaced the prop is because he so he could get eight more mile faster. That's the only reason. He don't tell that story is he was running like fifty five and he wanted to do sixty five, so he's like, I'm gonna replace his prop. There was nothing wrong with the original prop. I got pictures. He ain't going. Yeah, pull them out. Oh, Let's I see got, them. No, I'm, don't worry. Pull them out. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna post them on Facebook <laughs> for everybody. Out. Come on. I'm gonna post them on yeah. Facebook for everybody. Let's see, see don't worry. I'm excited. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> don't if worry. you need somebody to drive the boat, I'm the guy. He's not the guy. <laughs> he I'm is the guy. not the guy. Eli's sitting there going, "I got a drift boat, yeah. and you're not driving." <laughs> I'm, <out>. that. <laughs> I'm all drift boats, man. I, I'm I'm nervous with motors. I just I don't see how you guys do it. Oh man. You, like that story right there you just told me, I just don't even want to go through that. Uh, it's just, I mean, I guess Jared it's just didn't the way even know it is, he had right? a mud motor until that day. It's probably it, like me, just like busting up my trailer. You're like, it just is what it is. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. The, so, a guy told me a long time ago, which a I guy told, told me a long time ago, named Matt Williams, if you start to lose ground, hit the gas hard. <laughs> <laughs> that old black dog just flooring. That's what I've done on that boat. Oh, yeah. yeah. A guy told me a long time ago, I do a lot of saltwater fishing. <clears throat> Growing up where I grew up, the way that I grew up, being down at the beach all the time, um, I do a, a ton of saltwater fishing. And a guy told me, he said, the only way that you're going to figure out where the fish are and how everything is supposed to be down here or where you're going down here, he's like, you're going to tear a lot of props up. You're going to tear a bottom of the boat up. You're going to tear a lot of props up. But the next time you go in there, You'll know exactly where that stump is. You'll know exactly where that oyster bar is. You'll know exactly where, and you'll be able to get in there ten times faster than the next guy. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's you know, and that's what my dad always told me back back when those guys just did that. That's just that's just part of it's it. It's just part of it, man. You're just gonna lose. You're gonna lose that. Yeah. You're gonna lose that battle. But it's a battle that you have to do in order to get where you're going. Yeah. You go fishing with me. Take an extra prop. I get. So. Moving moving down here. When you when you decided to come down to Marion, North Carolina, did you know that North Carolina had like this surplus of like water and trout streams and, and all this kind of No, no I didn't. Stuff? So was, that that was like a an eye opener to you, kind of a shock to you? Yeah, that was uh that was it was I didn't realize it was like almost a Mecca. Which to me it is a Mecca. I mean there's so much fish and you couldn't do it all in your lifetime here. You just couldn't. Yeah. There's, there's no way. So I was shocked, yeah, because, you know, I Googled it all before, and, and it just didn't seem worthy, you know, of course, coming from Alaska, you're like, nothing's going to compare. Right. Well, you, you know, a lot of people just need to <clears throat> throw that, put that behind you. You got you to gotta open your eyes and, and see where, you know, where something actually is special. Yeah. And so, man, I started exploring, like, right out of the gate, you know, going everywhere I could, you know, find, you know, failing a lot in the very beginning, but you know, that's just the way it is. That just happens. That, that's, 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 that's what fail. you have to do. And you know, it might take a year, you know, to, to dial it in, but that's the way it's going to go. And I was dedicated, man, to two years, just straight, just fishing nonstop. Couldn't just, I mean, every weekend as much as I could, if it was three day weekend, I'd go three days. Wife would be pissed, but I'd still go. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. got dedicated and, you know, I started finding all the hot spots that everybody's catching all the fish at well then you know you start trying to get away from it after that you start trying to go to the isolated spots again and so you know then i started picking up floating so i got got into that and basically you know we start <laughs> we start looking at different different areas where we know nobody's going because of the, yeah. t- the takeouts they, they're difficult so you know okay i'm willing to do it but it doesn't seem like anybody's done it in a very long time i wonder why fishing must be it's got to be good in there because it's untouched. It's all private, but mm-hmm. both sides, there's no way to access it. So me and the <laughs> the, uh, the general store and fly shop owner, Doug Watson, him and I were like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to find this special smallmouth and trout water mix, you know, this this close into Marion. <laughs> so we'd, we'd go down in there, you know. Fishing, was, fishing was, wasn't good at all, period. 
the whole day. There, let's just say there was no there was no fishing. Yeah. At all. That's just let's just put it that way. <clears throat> we tried at times, but so you're searching. We're searching for, for new water. You're just searching. You're trying to find something. Something. You know. You're trying to find that that needle in the haystack. That right. The the common person. Because if you can find a spot where nobody else is going or whatever for your fly shop and and everything like that it's like hey listen i've got a spot that i can take you nobody else knows about it nobody else is going if you're catching fish at it then that puts you another notch above exactly and that's what you're looking for and that's exactly what you're looking for and there's only there's only a handful i'm not going to say how many how many where i'm at because that's you know dead giveaway after that so there's only a select few streams around that are special to most of us that right. nobody gets to float. So we thought that this river was one of them. Mm-hmm. It was it was a nightmare. It was, it was, it was not Wilson's one of them. Creek. No, 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 no. This is this is part of the Catawba River system. That's probably is what Wilson's it is. Creek. And so I'm, you know, I'm going to be vague on some of the stuff. You know. Yeah, no, no, no don't don't give away any of your yeah, secrets. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to give away some of the. You know, I'll say watershed and stuff like that because that just lets people go ahead and search. Because I, I promote oh, that. Oh, I know I promote exactly that. where that's at. Yeah. I pr- okay. <laughs> yeah, I promote people to you know try to go out and explore. You know. Oh it, yeah. We're you know if you get into this industry and not try to help people you're you're kind of an asshole. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean period. Yeah. I, you know, and I've never understood that about guys being so secretive. I, I mean, I get it, but um, to an extent. Well, you know, it's your livelihood. you got to make money. Yes, for sure. But when you're taking them to, like, a public area where you're seeing five, six, seven, eight boats, eh. Now, when you're taking someone to a place where it only sees one boat a week right. or a month, wow. right. then, then, so, then you're like, okay, you, you almost make your client sign a contract right to to not be, to be like hey you, you know you leave your cell phones in in this box you know we can't you can't yeah. not have you doing that I and that. i have been on guides yeah that have been exactly like that get out of town really? no i'm yeah, not man. i'm no, not joking it's a, at it's all a thing, man it well I, i'm not going to say the guide service because i'm not i'm not going to yeah be an asshole about that. this we or whatever i respect it <clears throat> i went on a guide service and he straight told us he said your phone's are to be turned off right now. <clears throat> if I see them out, if I see you on them, if I think that you're tracking our location or anything like that, I will stop the service, I will take you back, and I will not refund your money. Because he had spots that he had worked years on finding that nobody else knew about, and he did not want you to go back to that spot. That is no joke. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, but you got to think, you know, like you said, you, you know, they got they got to make a living, and you know, especially like places like in Florida, man. I mean, that's very common there in, in yeah. the charter systems there. This was in South Carolina, Alaska. You know, a lot of the ocean fishermen are very similar to that. You really don't come across your fly fishing guides like that. They just tell you, you know, most fly fishermen respect people. M- right. Majority of the fly fishermen, I'd say probably about eighty to ninety percent, is very respectful and has great stream etiquette. Right. That last 10% yeah. is just... And we've ran into a few guys. And you will. You're going to. And it's just like anything else. You're going to... There's going to be dipshits and assholes. Yeah. Just, no, there is. I never knew that there was services out there that... Oh, man. It's well, it's its own thing. Like, it's, I don't it's know how politics, I would man. react. It's I'd just, just go to the house. I, I mean, <laughs> you just don't know really how to react with that. Because, well, I'm, smile, smile and wave, man. That's all you can do. <clears throat> I mean, the first thing is, is you they're can't not, even take pictures of the fish you catch. He takes them for you. He oh, takes sure them, and then he sends them to you. I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not, that's no, that's is. not. I mean, it's not a joke. He takes them, and then he'll send them to you. Wow. It's not a joke. I mean, I I get it. I don't. I mean, I get it to a certain extent. I think that's a little extreme the way that that guy that went went about it on that <clears throat> where we fished at yesterday. It's a great point. I'm not going to go around and tell everybody where we fished at yesterday because, for one, you can't get to that spot unless you're floating. Period. I mean, you can't. You know where it's at because I talked to you about it and you you fished it before or whatever. Um, but for the average Joe or whatever, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, man, we went right here. This is what we did. This is where we put in. This is where we took sure, out. For sure. Blah, blah, blah. Because – of the fact of 
when we started fishing that I, I had no idea where i was at no when you're in there dude you you're you like it's like you it's another world yeah of, of north carolina man yeah it's a special place and we're going to talk about this on a later episode in the in, in the podcast where we're going to have the guys on and we're going to go through it but the the fact of the matter is is i'm not going to go around and tell everybody about that because we were catching i'll make this point when you stop taking pictures of 18 inch 20 inch trout because you're like eh, that's just another one that's a good damn spot yeah you're damn right and you just don't give that spot away no you keep it zipped up man you yeah zip up and put it away put it in the storage box <laughs> i mean don't, don't tell anybody about yeah. it except for you know maybe your mom or dad yeah <laughs> yeah and, and it's it's funny because we were we were actually in the boat uh, if you follow the facebook page if you follow on facebook or whatever you've seen the pictures already every single fish we caught over 18 over 16 whatever um and there was one point that we caught i was i just i'd i'd found my spot i'd found my rhythm i'd found my float i'd found my drift i knew exactly where to go i knew exactly where to be at and it was it was just boom 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 every single fish that it came across was hitting it every single fish that i came across i was bringing in i wasn't missing fish anymore i can't stand to miss fish that annoys the hell out of me i know it um i remember the day we went it was i could see it yeah. in you man i was like oh he's got he's on it now yeah uh but i mean it got to a point where we brought a fish in we put it in the net it was easily 18 and a half inches he was like you want a picture with it and i was like no i throw it back and he said when we get to this point that when we're not taking pictures of 18 inch fish we're just throwing them back and everything's all good now you're head hunting yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> head hunting. so no i i, I totally get it For so sure. getting back getting back to where we were at so we basically were <laughs> so we were looking for that that whole scenario right that, you know basically right. basically what every guide wants right and First 20 minutes going great. Beautiful scenery. We're like, man, this is some gorgeous water. We are, we, this is it, man. We got a good spot. Well, then, like, in five minutes, it took a turn for the worst. I oh, mean, God. It, I mean, the river got, I mean, stair-stepping. When I say stair-stepping, it started out at four-foot drops right out of the gate. Oh, Lord. And, I'm, and oh, yes. I'm sitting there, you know, Doug, you know, he's, he rose. You know, he's, he's, he's intermediate. He's getting really good. He's almost, he's almost very experienced. Right. I mean, I, I would almost like, I mean, I would rely on him to row my clients, honestly. Okay. I would, seriously. Okay. He's, he's good. He's very humble about it, but he's, I think he's good enough. Um, but, he, you know, that day he's, he's like, I want you to row it because you're the guide, you're very experienced, and this is uncharted territory. My butthole. <laughs> well, oh, God. <laughs> shrunk up so bad. And that shrunk. Sh- just listen to the story. <laughs> I was so scared inside but i knew at that moment as soon as we dropped down that first one commitment yeah i mean you can't i mean it's over dude it's over once you get to that point it's like where do you go from now you you got to keep going you go that and then that's when you're guiding that's when your your skill set comes out right and it's the days you don't catch any fish that is the days you learn the most on the water and you you have to have those days have to have to i mean you have to have those days and so basically we 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 you know we started going we went down the first rough set which was like dude my arms that that we we got down my arms were burning 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 we got to the first flat and i'm like okay we're good it's good we're good from here on out yeah for a little while i know there's another rough second coming another rough section coming right and so well, you know, we stopped and tried to see if there's a way we could get out. There was no way. We, we was there was no way we we're gonna ask people because it was just in a holler. We didn't want to go down. Yeah, you're at that spot. You're yeah. at that spot. You know, the the the, <laughs> the situation yeah, you don't want to get in. You're in Burke County, and I'm sure, <laughs> and I'm sure they're they're nice people. I'm not saying they're bad people. I just don't even want to go down that road. So you hear banjo music? I'm scared there might be some in there. He can hear it in the faint distance. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm like, we talk about it. I'm like, dude, let's, let's just, let's just keep going and see what we get into. So we try and we get to some spots to fish and nothing's happening. And I mean, we've tried everything, spinning rods, you name it. So pretty much after that, 
we get down to this la- like this two miles in we get down to a stair stair set mm-hmm. you know and it's i mean it's a stair set you would think it should have a drop no dude it was like it was so long it was probably easily 50 to 40 yards long mm. just like jagged rock mm. but with water slowly rolling over it so the only benefit we had was there was a little bit of leaves and stuff in, in like grass. So you can get a little bit of, of a of drift on it. No drift. Or, or, Enough for you to get up and get out and drag through it. And we thought, oh, this ain't going to be too bad. I'm telling you right now, that was the longest 40 yards I was, I've probably ever had to pull a boat through. Oh, and I was miserable. This sounds awful. I mean, mi- exactly. It sounds awful. And, and this is, goes to go back to your point. How can you do this all day? Yeah. Isn't it monotonous? Isn't there bad days? There's awful days. There's awful days where you get back in that truck, you throw your damn hat down, and you're like, gosh, I just wasted all my time. I just wasted all my gas money. I just wasted two hours of an argument with my wife for nothing. Yeah. And you sit back, and you're like, what happened? And then you start learning. And you got to think, and you got to really sit, sit back and remember. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, guiding, it's just, it's just this easy thing. No, there's, there's serious elements that you got to face. And Mother Nature is one of them. You're not going to win. Yeah. And we figured it out after that stair set that you don't know what's coming next. Right. And so we get down to probably the last mile and a half. And we're like, okay, we're, we're almost in the clear, man. And all of a sudden, you, you're looking, you see a train trestle. You're like, man, that thing's beautiful. And you see how high up the pylons are. When you look and you see how high up they are, and all of a sudden, the pylons start shrinking as you're coming closer to it. And you're like, why, why are they, like, at this level? Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it's quiet, and all of a sudden, you start hearing roaring. Oh, yeah. And, and we have a video of it and everything. The, the fly shop owner, Doug, he's got it. And at that point, you're just like, you know we're here fuck it send it send it, send it baby uh-huh. let's point, go at that point it was like yeah what i mean what else did we just face like let's just do it yeah and dude we we freaking lined it up perfectly timed it dude i just everything in my instincts i was like we got this and i'm talking dude it filled up that you saw the flycraft. yeah that was all the way up filled to the brim pulling out water like that boat if it if we had somebody probably 300 pounds in there we was in underwater Oh my god! Seriously, seriously. Oh no! That's how that's how close it was. But man, it was. We got out. It was like we were completely soaked. We were like oh, just screaming because it was oh, just hell yeah. so intense, you know. And again, no fish caught. But it was, dude. It was one of those days where I'm never ever gonna forget it. I don't care if it was the shittiest day fishing, but man, just when we thought it was over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So if people are if people are wondering. If people are asking, who's the fly guide? Who's the who's the guide that I need to go take and go to? Right here he is. Yeah, right here he is, man. Right pay, here he is. Pay your life insurance up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. He's Just put head in on the out. work. He's put in the backbone. He's put in the work to know where the spots are. But that's what you have to do. You got to do it, man. And and I listen. I don't guide. I, I've never guided anybody. Uh, but going to find different streams and stuff like that to go fish it's a lot like that i mean it's a lot of trial and error it's a lot you know we'll walk you know three four miles let's see what happens and you don't catch any fish and you're like well that stream was garbage mm-hmm. let's go find another one or you know a lot of people say that or you know i sit back and get really intense you know i, I go what did i do wrong yeah because majority of the time i mean yeah we can't control the fish yeah. But we can try everything in our power to make ourselves better fishermen yeah. to try to, you know, increase the odds. And that's, a, that's really hard to do. <clears throat> so let me ask you this. We're getting, ready to, we're getting ready to wrap up. Let me ask you this. For somebody that wants to get into fly fishing and somebody wants to start on it, what would be a setup in a place that you would just tell them, this is what you need, this is what fly you would need to use, this is where you need to go and go try. So ultimately, I can't be biased. I'd say go down to your local fly shop. But, you know, since most of our viewers are probably down here in the southeast, as far as I know, um, but they could be everywhere else. I'd say go to Flavors on Main and Marion and uh, go up to uh, the fly shop or go on you know, go online and look up uh, Angling Appalachia and uh, just give us a shout and we'll get you on some fish, man. I got you. Same. There we go. All right, that's a sales pitch right there. I'll get you on some fish yeah. right there. Well, we're just going to go right now then.
Yeah, well, we're yeah. going to hit on up to Flavors yeah. on Main right now. Yeah. They got See ice it. cream, you said? We got ice cream. We got No, we ain't got no ice cream, man. What is this? We got ice cream across the street. That's well, somebody get else. Get a truck close no. enough. We got all kinds of stuff, though. Y'all go get the fly fishing stuff, and I'll go get the ice cream. There we go. Yeah, you need yeah. some yeah. ice cream. That's wow. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, Thanks dude. for sharing every awesome. little bit that you did. Had a blast. Uh, can't wait to get back out on the water with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really can't. It's here soon. Here soon. We're almost there. All right. See you. Thanks for stopping in and listening to the show today. We really appreciate all of our followers and our guests and our sponsors and everybody that has anything to do with the show. We really appreciate it. We will be back on next week with another guest, another show. Um, If you are interested in being on the show, let me know. Call me, text me, send me a message, whatever, and we'll try to get you on the show. Uh, We're on about a six week waiting period right now but if you want to be on the show let me know we have a few hats hoodies shirts left if you want one call me text me send me a message whatever uh, and i'll try to get you one as quick as possible be sure to check us out on facebook instagram give us a like give us a follow give us a five-star review on apple spotify anchor anything like that it all helps the show out Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week.